Each episode of Education with an Edge is meant to create, cultivate, and inspire honest discussion about issues affecting youth. Hosted by author, artist, educator, advocate, and speaker, Jaquel Lane. Hello and welcome. My name is Jaquel Lane, your hostess of Education with an Edge, the podcast dedicated to children because we believe that every child matters and you should too. We are an anti-bullying suicide prevention podcast and I am so very grateful to have the fabulous Shannon <laughs> Bingham on here today who has newly been appointed um, Mrs. Nebraska International. Congratulations, Shannon. Thank you so much. So exciting. You are just absolutely radiant, and I can't wait to learn more about you and for our guests to learn more about you. So um, I'm just going to read a little bit of Shannon's, like, illustrious biography um, to you all now. So when Shannon uh, moved to Omaha after graduating from Lenox, Iowa, she began to envision and pursue a life with purpose. I love that. In 2004, at at the young age of 26, she opened nationally recognized seven salon with her business partner Nikki which has now been in business for 20 years with a staff of 30. The salon was quickly awarded Salon Today's magazine's top 200 fastest growing salons in the United States. In addition to being a business owner and hairstylist Shannon has been a traveling haircutting educator for major manufacturers such as TG, Bedhead, and IGK. That's one of my favorite brands. (laughs) (laughs) Gracing stages in classrooms across the United States. She has also dedicated several years of service to the beauty industry by serving on the DHHS Board of Cosmetology, Electrology, Nail Technology, Aesthetics, and Body Art, helping to form and fight legislation on multiple occasions and also uphold the integrity of these licensed professions. Shannon has been published in national magazines including Modern Salon, has organized fundraisers for local and national charities, including Hair for Haiti, which raises funds for the victims of Haiti earthquake in 2010. She was nominated for several awards, including the local publication, The Reader's Next Big Thing, and the Beyond the Sheer Award, which recognizes philanthropy on a local level. Her social media presence featuring her work has also been recognized internationally by large platforms, including Buzzcut Feed, American Salon, Hair Brained, and Nothing But Pixies. Shannon has been interviewed on several national forums and podcasts and developed personalized freelance classes to help guide and inspire beauty professionals. In addition to her career, Shannon enjoys spending time with her beautiful family, two teenage boys, her six-year-old daughter, and her entrepreneurial locksmith husband. In 2007, she became a mother of her oldest child through the process of adoption, which created a passion for open adoption and the entire adoption process. This year, after being awarded the title of Mrs. Nebraska International, Shannon knew naturally for this event she could raise more awareness and education about the process of adoption. In her free time, she loves traveling, owning and operating her photography business, volunteering at her home church, golfing, and eating out in new places. Oh my goodness. What an a love, seriously, what an amazing. Amazing and illustrious. Uh, like I could go on and on. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And thank you so much for being here. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Um, so Shannon, just to fully like understand your remarkable story, I think it's really essential that we kind of start from your upbringing and your childhood. So, um, what are some things that you'd like to share about that? Like how you grew up? And- oh gosh. Um, so I was raised in a small town in Iowa. Uh, Lennox, I think is mentioned in my bio and it's been like, it feels like three lifetimes ago, but it's so home to me and it's great to go back and see people. Um, even when I was in my hometown, um, 
I was doing different things like uh, forming bean walking crews and doing some fun things. I was involved with a lot of sports and um, played the trumpet. So, you know, it was it's such small town upbringing is so amazing. And I, I never will uh, ever throw shade at that because it is a beautiful thing to be raised in a small town. Um you know, it's kind of cool to go back to. They're very, very, uh, they're very good to me still. So I got to go back just recently and speak in front of the high school to do um, my designing your life uh, presentation for some some high schoolers there. So it was really cool to do that. That's beautiful. I love small towns because everybody. I'm from a small town too, so mm-hmm. everybody looks out for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's beautiful that you were able to go back and and give back. Yes. And it's so important to me just to be able to reach the kids and be able to stand in front of them. And I know I sat in front. I was like, you know, listen, in five years, you may or may not be in touch with any of these people that you're sitting around. So, you know, just enjoy the time that you have and know that it's short. Yes, absolutely. Um, Who was a mentor in your life growing up and how did they inspire you? Gosh. Um, so there's a couple people. I think I really, truly enjoy people as individuals. So I tend to gravitate towards several mentors. I have like one or two in my adult life now that I still have. But as a kid, I remember taking bits and pieces from several different people. Um, a couple of my neighbors were um, in my life very fully and they were hardworking farmers or one of them was a photographer. So I really dro- I derived a lot of knowledge from my neighbor that was a photographer and also one of my mom's good friends was a photographer. So I think just watching these entrepreneurs in these small towns, uh, you know, just develop themselves. And um, I just tried to take as much as I can around those amazing people. So, well, you certainly can, t- I mean, from your work ethic and I love that agricultural background and, and that, and that mindset of just, you're an extremely hard worker and dedicated and passionate about what you do. Yeah. I think I like to thank my mom and dad for that because they are as well yes. <laughs> the same. My dad was also an entrepreneur and so was my mother. So it's kind of cool to see she was a housewife and then she went on to go to school and do other things too. So she, the good and good mentors there too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so obviously you are very passionate, um, in terms of your career and, mm-hmm. and we, we saw that from your biography, but can you just tell us about what are some of the things that you just love that like keep that flame burning every day for what you do? It's always the people. No. Um, yeah. when it comes to our industry, we touch people every day. Um, as hair stylists, uh, you know, I have my full clientele that I work on during the week. I also get to serve on the board, so I get to also elevate the industry as much as I can, and then I get to travel nationally, which also helps me grow other hairdressers across the country by sharing information and knowledge. So for me, it's the people, and I'm so passionate about you know just upgrading the industry that I love so much and just helping everybody that I can to be the best and support them as much as I can. I love that, and I love um, having you on the show too because there's so many young people um, in sense this podcast is dedicated to young people that, you know, might think about a career in, in cosmetology and like the fact that it's a relationship building, building business and, um, that you do get to like impact so many people's lives. Oh yes. I remember a story that I was doing this woman's hair for quite some time and I went to her fundraiser when she had cancer and they had these mats on the table that had a bunch of little pictures on it. It was a huge fundraiser. And I looked down and I remember, oh, I did that. I did that. I did that. You know, just being a part of people's lives and such a big, huge part of them. It's just, I I adore it. And I love, like I said, I love people. So I think that's huge. And if you're a new person going into this business and you're understanding that it is a a relationship building business, um, you're just about to embark on one of the most amazing journeys you've ever done. And also be involved in so many people's lives and helping them guide. I mean, you have to be careful because we are like therapists. Yes. I was going to (laughs) say all the time. So we, you know, definitely have that influence. And so it's just, but it's incredible. 
That's wonderful. Um, you have recently been crowned Mrs. Nebraska International. Can you tell us about that experience and your platform? I think like others, I've heard I was never the type of person to think I'm going to go into pageantry, but I had spoke to a couple of really great mentors of mine and, uh, they mentioned that maybe this would be a good path. And I just, I was like shocked when I found out that this was going to be something that I'm going to embark on. And then being crowned, I I literally can't even imagine. So now I have this this journey that I'm going to start on to where I get to impact even more people and to be able to support even more people and to be able to have the ability to talk to more people from across the world in this platform, in this, in this uh, pageant. And it's so exciting to me. Um, You know, just, it's just something new that I've never done before. So I, I like to keep people on their toes too. <laughs> Absolutely. And, so. and the fact that you are an inspiration because it takes a lot of courage to, oh. to step out there and to put yourself out there. And so thank you for, for doing that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I honestly, I don't like to be center of attention. So I think for me doing this was such a big thing. And the first time I walked out with my crown and sash on, I'm like, okay, breathe. We're good. You know, but at the same time, then it, all of a sudden it takes flight because your passion takes over and you realize it's about the people. Yes. And it's just such a beautiful thing. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Excited, I'm excited to represent Nebraska. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, we are also very um, passionate on this podcast about encouraging young people to kind of have a balanced life and, and take time for themselves mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, so what are what are some of your favorite ways to incorporate a balanced life into your daily routine? I mean, um, is it mindfulness, meditation? What's kind of your health routine? Yeah. So for me, obviously, faith is the foundation for what I like to do in life. Um, you know, first and foremost, that's what's kept what's kept me grounded for years and years since I can, as long as I can remember. Um, and then secondly, obviously, my health and my family, because without those two things, it's really pointless in life. So I think we have to have our health. Yes. And so in the morning, I get up and I actually have about three to five days a week that I do fitness in the morning. I have a weight system in my basement, which has been awesome. Um, it was my husband's from high school. So nice. I'm like, thanks for the Smith machine, homie. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and cancel my membership at the gym now. Um, <laughs> but it's been important. I, spart- I started a really intense fitness journey like uh, over the last couple of years. And I've just continued the lifestyle now because once you start, you know, you, you really don't want to stop. Yeah. Um, and then you know, just being there for my family as much as possible, trying to teach them and inf- like, you know, cause I think the people that are the closest to you, sometimes you forget to be that influence for. So just being intentional with, you know, touching, hugging and being mindful of being when I'm around those kiddos. So I, there's a lot of work to do. And I think, you know, I want to make sure that I'm still grounded for my family as well. Absolutely. No, that's great advice for all of us for sure. Um, since this podcast is dedicated to youth and mental health awareness, what would you say to encourage a young person struggling with mental health issues to, you know, in today's society? We know that there's the prevalence of social media. They have influences coming at them at every which direction. Um, so do you have some advice that you would share? Well, first and foremost, you're not alone. You'll never be alone in that. There's always someone else that's in your struggle and to be able to to get through some of these struggles, I think it's important to reach out to people um, and to reach out to the right people, whether it's a mental health therapist or um, a mentor or a friend, you know, I think those people can help people get through those, you know, or even your hairdresser. I mean, we hear a lot of things like that. So um, a lot of kiddos that sit in my chair, I get to speak and mentor into their lives um, as much as I can, because I know the, I know the drama and I know the struggles that they go through. 
Um, and as well as the fact that you know, I have 20 year olds working for me as well. So here seeing their struggles in relationships or even in social media and then my teenage boys right now, um, I think social media, if you feel like something has been bringing you down, release it. It's not meant for you. So if it's something like Snapchat or social media, just release it. We don't have to be on those platforms. We don't have to have them. So I know it's hard because it's one of the only ways that people can communicate. However, there's other ways. And honestly, if it's making you feel that poor, then it's not meant for you. That's excellent. So Excellent advice. Um, so, you know, and, and along those lines, um, many people are, you know, just going through obstacles in our world in one way or another. Um, what's one obstacle that you feel comfortable sharing that you've faced in your life and overcome? COVID. Yeah. <laughs> All of us. I don't like, Oh, no. Yeah. Well, and as a business owner, I think we never really realized the challenge that was going to be presented to us as business owners, um, just being intentionally shut down by our government to not be able to work mm-hmm. or to be able to provide the services that we do for people. I think that that was one of the biggest challenges because it was like, you know, almost being a caged animal. You're looking out the window as an artist and you're like, all oh, the colors outside and all the black and whites inside, you know? Right. So our, um, our creativity was shut off. Our inspiration was shut off. Our in, you know, intentional relationships are shut off. So not only was our business closed, but that was also there. And then as owners to have to guide our team through that yeah, because there's a lot of fear that happened then. And so we were really intentional with making sure they knew that they didn't have to worry. We had them and we did. And forever they are, they have told us that they're forever grateful, which we would do that again for them. I mean, they mean the world to us. So I think COVID was a huge obstacle, both mentally and physically. And I remember coming on to a couple of um, Instagram lives or Facebook lives and podcasts just to kind of speak to the, na- the the national scene of uh, cosmetologists mm-hmm. and just bringing hope back to like, hey, do, we got this. Yeah. We do get to be within six feet of people here shortly. So chill, you know, we're going to get there and everything will be okay. So yeah. it was tough, but, you know, mentally we came back stronger, I think. Absolutely. Thank so. you for being vulnerable enough mm-hmm. to share that. That's obviously such a difficult time oh, yes. um, for all of us. Um, since this podcast is also dedicated to education, did you have a favorite teacher growing up? And if so, how did they impact your life? Oh man. (laughs) Once again, I remember literally every single teacher and all the good things about them. I think with individualism so high in my strengths, I literally celebrate each and every person. So I think for me, I remember the great things about each and every educator I had. Yeah. Um, I can remember a secondary teacher cause we went through the challenger explosion at that point. And oh, so like just that, so um, impactful. yeah. And then some of my adult or not adult, but like high school teachers, um, they were just, you know, different things about them. And when I went back to go to speak to my school, um, my speech teacher was actually in the crowd. Oh, wow. So she was just, it was so fun to see her just in there beaming. Like she's like, Oh, you were in my speech class. <laughs> you did a good <laughs> you job. You did it. Yeah, yeah. So, and just, I think their passion for what they were teaching, I resonated with me. Yeah. So, um, there was probably one or two teachers that stick out in my mind. Uh, my French teacher was amazing and uh, my American history teacher taught me a love of American history. So I think all of them, <laughs> I, I hate to pick one because I, I really can't, yeah. but they're amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And then I mean, you have already accomplished so much, but do you feel comfortable? What are sharing some of your goals for 2023? I mean, what are some of your, 
<laughs> what are some of your aspirations for 2023? My face is lighting up right now. I have so much that I want to do. I have met with uh, several people that we've got some really cool things in the pipeline for philanthropy. And I just want to have a high impact on the places and the things that like mean so much to me um, and including people in my life um, in a lot of the journey. So I think we're going to come out with um, a blanket drive really soon for a hospice house that's here in town called Endless Journey. And we have so many things that I have on the plate that you'll see come out that you have to follow me. You'll see yeah. I have like several goals that I want to achieve this year, but a lot of it is just spreading awareness about adoption as an option and also just being uh, a part of, you know, conversations with people about open adoptions and, you know, whether adoption's right for people, um, go through, going through infertility and things that happen. Um, I think it's important. There's a lot of kids, even in the foster system right Absolutely. now that, you know, are just in need of somebody that's strong and structured. And I think people dismiss it so quick if they have their own, their own kiddos, but like, and that's totally fine. But I think that there's so much that we could give as a, as a population that, that we could give back into those kids' lives one way or another. So I think that's beautiful. And I think that, um, that is also something that's very difficult to talk about. Yes. Um, and so the fact that you're able to speak out that that's a viable option and that there's so many children out Mm -hmm. there that are not just deserving of a loving home, but it's something that you like know about and went through personally. So I think that's really, really impactful. Yes. And I, you know, I remember thinking, okay, am I going to love this one as much as I would love my own? Um, I can tell you right now for a fact, there's no difference between the love of my kids. I have three. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first time I saw Seth after he was, I got to be in the delivery room when he was born. The first time I saw him, I remember seeing him in the warmer. It's like I'd known him for decades. And I'm like, there you are. Like, finally, I get to meet you because I knew who he was. It felt like, you know, just knowing his birth mom. And it was such a sweet, like, I don't know, falling in love that it was just different than, you know, going through the fear of having a childbirth and then having the child, you know, it's just a little bit different because you kind of get to see the bird's eye view of what happened. So it's kind of cool. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of your journey and following you, where can, where can our viewers follow you on, on this remarkable journey that you're embarking on, um, social media wise, website wise, we want to be cheering you on and, um, looking forward to everything that you're going to accomplish. So, yes. So if you go to my main, my main Instagram is stylist underscore Shannon Bingham. So if you go to that stylist page, you'll actually see in the bio, there's a link tree and that will send you to my Instagram that I do for Mrs. Nebraska international. Um, and my TikToks in there, my websites are all in there. So you can find it a pretty easily from all of that, uh, link tree. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, Shannon, um, we are so very grateful that you were able to join us here today. You not only have a remarkable story, but you're such an inspiration to so many. Um, And I'm grateful that um, young people are going to get a chance to learn about you um, and follow you on this journey that you're embarking on. Um, And thank you for your courage and also um, just being on the show here with us today. Oh, it was my pleasure. (laughs) And thank you so much. And if anyone ever wants to reach out about infertility, or any kind of adoption, like they're welcome to message me. I am an open book. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. Of course. Um, and thank you all for being with us here today on Education with an Edge. Um, we are a podcast that is dedicated to anti-bullying and suicide prevention. Um, there are many great resources out there, um, not just within the state of Nebraska, where I live, 
um, like the Nebraska Foundation for Suicide Prevention, but also the Boys Town Suicide Hotline um, and BetterHelp.com, which is actually a sponsor of ours, if you are looking for a licensed mental health practitioner. Um, I will leave you with this, that we need you, your love and we need your light. And we're so very grateful for you being with us here today. And until next time, that's Jaquel Lane with Education with an Edge. If you have a question or just want to learn more, go to JaquelLane.com. Thanks for listening to Education with an Edge. A Huda Media Production.